ladies and gentlemen, get those dollars ready. Coming up next to the stage on the Other Ground Podcast, it's your host, Passive J and Ryan. Good afternoon and welcome to yet another edition of the Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J, that's Ryan over there. Say hello, Ryan. Hola, puntos. And my, what an exciting day I'm having. How you doing, Ryan? I'm wonderful. Oh, that's good. At least one of us is. <laughs> About three white claws deep, ready to fuck some shit up. Oh, God damn it. It's a good thing all the bars are closed. Otherwise, you would be causing mayhem and destruction. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Too old to get arrested. Anyways, uh, I'm glad to see we got the normal uh, OG army in the chat box. Thank you guys for joining us. You guys are the show, basically, so I appreciate you showing up. Uh, we don't have any real topics in mind. I'm sure something will come up. Uh, myself, I'm not feeling that great today. Uh, I uh, overdid it on an edible, which was stronger than advertised. <laughs> and while I'm okay now, it made for uh, not a rough day. It just I was I was just uncomfortably high, which is really unusual for me. I mean, it wasn't any big deal, but I would I ate probably what I consider a hundred milligrams, and I probably been better off at like seventy five or so. So it was just a touch more than I would have liked. Uh, that's that's so the you, same so stuff that I gave eat. my wife like forty, and she freaked out on. <laughs> so you can eat weed, but not food. I don't. Oh no! Well, I'm not a big fan of edibles, anyways. I did. I did it just for giggles because uh, my wife was so strongly affected by it. I wanted to see, uh, check it out, and it was stronger than most of the stuff that I've had, comparatively speaking. I had probably about 100 milligrams worth, and it was seemed stronger than the last time I had 100 milligrams worth by a long shot. But you don't really smoke, so that's not really a discussion we can have, I guess. Uh, the problem is it's not legal here, so you really don't know what you're getting if you kind of go into that that market. Right. If it right, was, right. I would have an edible here and there just because my back's fucked up half the time. But other than that, yeah, no real need. Right. I don't know if it either doesn't affect me uh, the way the same way it does because people talk about, oh, wow, it's almost hallucinogenic. I see things. This It's a completely different buzz. Eh, not to me. It seemed pretty much the same buzz, really. I didn't have, I mean, well, during the first 45 minutes, I could see it was a little trippy, but nothing big deal. Uh, I guess that's because I probably use more than the average person, so I might have something to do with it, too. Or more, but I have read that a certain small percentage of people don't metabolize it the same way other people do. So they wouldn't get the the different buzz that people claim to get from it. Uh, that's different than uh, just smoking it. But I don't know. Either way, I'm not a huge fan of it. Uh, it. When someone gives it to me free, I'll certainly try them. But I'm not going to go out of my way to buy them. They're kind of expensive, uh, for, too, compared to other forms of uh, intaking your pot. For the most part, 100 milligrams is like 10 bucks. I'm surprised you just don't go the whole edible route because you probably shouldn't be smoking anything knowing that your body doesn't work. No, uh, no, I should really. At some point, I probably will have to give up the the whole smoking part of it entirely. Supposedly, I've got COPD. I haven't talked to the doctor about that, but my last uh, chest X-ray said indicated had, had things, and at the end of you know, pointed out a whole bunch of things, and at the end of it said those it said that those things indicated signs of COPD. But I've never had a doc. Another, no one after came up to me after a test and said, "Hey, by the way." So I, I mean, I didn't. I wouldn't even know if I hadn't went and looked at my own medical records for shits and giggles. 
So you have COPD, you have Marfan's, you have the bad AIDS, you have hypochondria. You no, probably I don't, have some form of herpes. No, I don't. I don't. Didn't say I have COPD. Uh, I said it said on a uh, the di- this, uh, on an X-ray that the signs were uh, symptoms of that or whatever it was. No doctor has told me I have COPD. Um, all I have is a medical record that says it. I don't know what that means. Um, so yeah, I should probably talk to a doctor about it at some point, but I am not, I'm not standing up here and saying, Hey, look at me. I've got COPD. Yet another thing wrong with me. I don't know. Uh, I could show I could sh- show the doubters my medical record that says it, but it's like, it's, it's just a notation on an x-ray. It, it was when I was getting checked for my cancer stuff. They do a, uh, in addition to a CAT scan of the, uh, lower parts of your body, you know, like the uh, liver and uh, kidneys and intestines and all that good stuff. They also do an x-ray of the upper part of your body to get stuff like the lungs and things like that to make sure that uh, cancer wasn't popping up there. Because uh, after the reason kidney cancer is so dangerous is not so much the cancer itself, because uh, all you do is gank out the kidney, and, and people survive that all the time. Uh, the reason it's dangerous is because supposedly it has a really high chance of moving someplace else, and it can move all kinds of other places. When my dad had it, uh, it moved from his kidney to his pancreas, and he was pretty much fucked because pancreas can, cancer pretty much always kills you. Uh, but it could also move to your lungs, or pretty much all, pretty much only other, pretty much any other place that you can get cancer from. So they always they do a pretty thorough check of me whenever they check me over. And I was looking over my records for some reason or another. And when I got to the x-ray part, it said something about COPD. And that's all I know about it. So, <laughs> Yeah, so if history is any any indication, you're already a couple genes short of being a you know, normal human. So yeah. <laughs> we'll see how that turns out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, you're right. I probably should try to look into edibles. But they, don't, they just don't do much for me compared to smoking. Well, apparently you just need to have the right edible because the one today knocked you on your ass. Yeah, yeah, you're right, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I guess that is part of it. It's from the um, same guy that I, I. It's from the one I, I mentioned yesterday that I gave to my wife. That was too much for. Her. All right. Well, I guess that's all I've got to say about that part of it. Also, I'm just not feeling great. Although I do, I did uh, uh, find one thing out, or at least it's an experiment. Uh, I mentioned yesterday that my stomach was really icky. Uh, I had a lot of stomach cramps, just stomach pain in general. It wasn't fun, um, and I wasn't sure why. Today, I took no uh, protein drinks at all, none of the weight gainer, and I also didn't eat any protein bars. And while my stomach's a little queasy feeling, I think, from the edible and uh, you know, and just a little angsty from being stressed out, it feels way better than yesterday. I'm not going to take that as gospel because I've had good days on my normal diet where it didn't, my stomach didn't bother me. But I'm going to try this for a week and see what happens. If I go an entire week with no stomach pain at all, then it's pretty indicative indicative that the protein supplements in, in general were the issue. Well, that's kind of what I told you yesterday. Yeah, yeah, but it's when you do research on it, they say a lot of those types of things are perfectly fine for uh, uh, people with uh, lactose intolerance. But well, it, it has I, it has nothing to do with just the lactose intolerance thing. It's the fact that you're not meant to be having protein powder and protein bars is the majority of your meals. Like they are literally only there for when you're needing to pack in an extra like four or 500 calories after eating several times a day, normal, like decent portions of actual food. Right. See, yeah. And that, and that is, I, I'm assuming that that is right. I don't, it's not as drastic as some people are saying, but I was probably taking in 800 calories a day, but via, 
uh, protein drinks and the protein bars, you know, like a 600 calorie half a serving of weight gainer and then probably a protein bar that's another 200 calories um, out of a two to 3,000 a day, two to 3,000 calorie a day diet, depending on how well I was eating. Yeah. And that's way too much. Like the reason you do like protein powder or weight gainer or protein bars is when you're trying to pack in three or 4,000 calories and you've eaten several large meals and you're just trying to pack it on at the end. Like there's no way it should be, you know, 30 to 40% of your diet. Yeah. So I'm going to try to change that. I have a feeling I'm going to lose some weight over the course of the next couple of weeks until I can adjust my diet and try to find other things that I can, you know, eat uh, to increase my calorie intake. But like food. Yeah. Like food, just <laughs> like just different foods that are easy for me to make and that I, that I, and that I like making uh, eating. That's an important part. It's, you know, I figure it'd be easier for you to find stuff that I like than to try to force myself to eat stuff that I don't like. So there's got to be a happy medium in there someplace. And, uh, but I'm tired of the stomach pain. I've had enough of it. It's been going on for years and years and years off and on. And I've tried different things and I thought it was the lactose thing. And that was definitely has something to do with it. Uh, but I don't think it's the entire problem. So we'll see. No, it's just the fact that you're getting old and the older you get, the more you have to eat like decent food. Right. Um, now, number 24 uh, asked in the chat box uh, why I wanted to increase my calories. He says, just eat and live life, bro. Well, um, because I think I am um, at dangerously almost underweight. At six foot seven, uh, I weigh uh, like 190, and my fat index is somewhere probably around like 19%. So I'm not fat by any means, but I am carrying a little little extra fat than more extra fat than someone who's uh, in shape should be. That's you know, I'd be happier around 15%. That's a different story. But at 190 pounds, I'm got what 30, 40, 50 pounds underweight. Um, that's not great. I mean, there's lots of reasons why I would rather be way more, uh, aesthetically. I think I'd look a lot better, uh, security. <laughs> it is a real thing that the bigger you are, the less people are going to fuck with you. And this world's a crazy place. You never know when, you know, I try, I obviously don't look for trouble. I'm not that guy, but sometimes trouble finds you and I'd rather be as physically intimidating as I could be. Um, it's helpful in day-to-day life. I found that after working out that, uh, it's easier to do things when you're stronger. And the more I wait, the more I weigh, the stronger I'm going to get. Uh, so my clothes probably fit better. Uh, I've noticed anything that fits me uh, height-wise height wise is really, really super baggy on me. So gaining weight would make my clothes fit better and make, make me look better. What That aesthetic thing again. Uh, there's all kinds of really good reasons. Uh, once again, medically speaking, if I get really super duper stick, oh, sh- you know, uh, I want to weigh more than I do. I weighed 200. 205 when I got sick with the cancer and once I was done on the other side of it I weighed the first time I dared to weigh myself I weighed 167 if I would weighed like 180 uh, 185 out of shape like I was before I decided to get in shape that fucking might have killed me right there yeah um so there's tons of reasons to weigh more than I do uh that's just a couple but thank you for asking I appreciate you giving me five uh, the, the chance to spout for a couple minutes yeah that that just kept going Uh, But I think regardless, (laughs) right, like it has been proven, like it is a scientific fact that the amount of lean muscle mass is directly correlated to all form cause of death. So the longer you can maintain muscle mass and the longer you can maintain bone density, the longer you're going to live. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I've did uh, a little bit of research on it. And for me, weightlifting just seems to be the best way to stay in shape. 
um, uh, cardio sucks. Cardio sucks for everybody. And everyone's like, oh, you got to do cardio to stay in shape. And that's not the truth. You can get all kinds of uh, benefits from working, you know, just li lifting weights. Now, if you ever have to run from somebody, you're going to wish you had that cardio. But just for like day to day life health benefits, w w lifting weights is good enough. Well, and we've seen you run. It doesn't matter how great your cardio is. Like you probably have about 30 or 40 yards before like your legs just collapse. Oh God. I just really, really hope it's the slow zombies. I am so fucked if it's the fast zombies. My cardio is, you know, even when I was working out, do, uh, doing uh, yoga six or seven days a week, an hour a day, uh, burning like a thousand calories a, a day doing that kind of shit. My uh, cardio was still only okay. It was good, but I, I don't think I would have been able to run any kind of sustained distance uh, before I kind of just gave up. So it would have to be slow zombies or I'd be dead. Yeah, I'd say it's better. It's better for the rest of us because we don't have to un outrun the zombies. We just have to outrun you. Well, that's true, but there's only one of me. There's a whole bunch of zombies. That's a temporary solution at best, my friend. Yeah, but there's a lot of super fat people in this yes. country. Yeah, that's. Uh, I do know that I won't be the first person to die in this uh, in the zombie apocalypse. Uh, uh, I'm sure I won't be the last, but I won't be the first either, man. It's, the competition's going to be pretty easy the first week or two. <laughs> so earlier you were talking about edibles. Did you hear about the uh, the edible issue in Utah? No. Uh, what do you speak of, sir? Yeah. So apparently, two children have uh, been hospitalized after eating uh, a couple of 400 milligram ropes of medicated nerds oh my <laughs> yeah 400 milligrams is more than you're supposed to eat in one setting it's not even intended for that unless you're some sort of hardcore crazy person um on the other hand they didn't really need to be hospitalized we well it was an 11 year old and a five year old so yeah, yeah, they're probably being safer than sorry there but yeah apparently um someone messed up when they were doing a donation to a local food bank uh, this family received, and apparently there's other families out there that probably also received this. Um, but yeah, they received uh, some meal kits from that food bank, and part of it were these uh, nerds ropes that they didn't look at and see contained 400 milligrams of THC. Oh Jesus! Yeah, that's wrong on so many different levels. I like I said, I will point out that uh, I will reinforce my point that they probably didn't need to be hospitalized. Like you said, better safe than sorry. But on the other hand, my uh, my little 11 pound dog. A couple months ago, ate like three quarters of a gram of uh, uh, wax, and to give you an idea, I couldn't smoke three quarters of a grams of three quarters of a gram of wax in one day. I, I think like the most I've ever done is a little, a little, little under a half a gram, and that little fucker ate three quarters of a gram and the container that it was in too. <laughs> and that was one fucked up dog. We thought she was going to be in it. We thought she was in a coma, except for every once in a while, she'd open her eye and just give us the little, uh, just a little slit to check us out and then go back to like lying on the couch. And that was like that for a day and a half. And my wife was panic stricken. She goes, Oh my God, our dog's going to die. Like, and, and I told her the, the famous line uh, that in 10,000 years of recorded use, no one's ever died from using marijuana. She just had a really, really bad day or a really good day, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> and then the next day she was fine. So I, you know, those kids are fine. You know, um, they might've had a good time. I mean, it depends. I don't know. Uh, obviously you shouldn't give kids stuff like that, but it's not. the Yeah. An 11 and a five year old having yeah. their first yeah. high, oh, well, having their first edible high, which is a different kind of high. Right. You see, and it's the problem being at that, at that, at that age, I don't know if it affects their, uh, uh, actual uh growth and like you know development yeah so that that's but the biggest it, issue of that shit yeah 
if they're they're in Utah, they're probably Mormons anyway. Like they're not going <laughs> to have the the best intellect. But regardless, like an eleven and a five year old each, you know, tearing down anywhere between like eight hundred to a thousand milligrams. Like that's oh Jesus, going to yeah, put them on the fucking moon. Oh God! And like I said, you know, uh, I just had a hundred, and it was a little more than I wanted. And they had, and they had four hundred. You know, for little kids that I pro- that I probably weigh like four times as much. Yeah, yeah, they were severely fucked up. I mean, don't get me wrong; the hospital trip was warranted just because they probably needed to be. Because at that level, they probably like I don't know. I don't think they'd have trouble breathing or something. It doesn't affect people that way, but they were probably really scared and fucked up. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm assuming so. Ed, yeah, I wonder yeah. if it'll scare them straight if they're going to be the kids that don't do anything from here forward. Yeah. But one thing I will point out, it was an accident. You hear that at fucking Halloween, especially here where it's legal and stuff like that. Oh, you have to be careful. People put edibles and, you know, when give out edibles and shit, you know, to the kids during Halloween and shit. I'm like, not fucking on purpose, man. Those $400, those $400 uh, ropes were, that was what those were. 400 milligrams is about, uh, um, no, I'm sorry, $40. Yeah. Those, those ropes are about $40 each. So yeah, they're not going, no one's going to give away $40 to each and every kid that comes up for candy. Jesus Christ. That's, you know, what respectable drug dealer would do that. That's well, that's okay, like, you're, when I, you're okay, only so. off by a couple decimal points there. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. We're, sorry. We're, sorry. We're good. Sorry. Math is hard. Once again, too many edibles. That's, I'm lucky uh, to be speaking, to be honest with you. Um, it's like my mom when I was growing up. Oh, don't be you. You don't do drugs. I'm like, don't worry, mom. I just smoke pot. Oh, you gotta be careful. They put things in that shit. Like, what would they put in? Oh, like cocaine or angels dust or things like that or PCP. I don't know why mom why my mom talks like that, but but anyways, uh, I, I said, mom, why would they put more expensive drugs into cheaper drugs and then give it to you without telling you what that drug was. So they're going to waste a whole bunch of money on drugs to addict you to addict you to drugs that you don't know you're addicted to. I I don't see the logic of that, mom. Yeah, I don't get it. And I especially don't get the the Halloween thing. Like the, the worst people on Halloween are the ones giving you a fucking apple. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like who, I mean, like, is there anybody on the planet that would take an apple at this point? Basically, they're they're just saying, "Here, you throw this away for me, okay?" Uh, I think that uh, those are just the people that want their houses egged. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it, it's funny. Uh, I I don't know how Halloween works for the kids nowadays, but uh, uh, when I was a kid, uh, houses did develop reputations, you know, uh, from year to year. Like you knew which houses you want to hit, which neighborhoods you want to hit, you know, which people had the good candy. Which one were the old people that just gave out like pennies? Um, you know, who, who were the, the more people gave out pennies? Yeah, yeah. Well, old people. Some, some. A lot of times, what happened was some old people would buy like one little bag of candy, and then have like fifty or sixty people uh, kids come up to their house, and at the end they're they're reduced to giving like pennies because they don't have anything else, so they feel bad about uh, turning the kids away. Uh, this is, yeah, you must. This, you must have been. This is when a penny was worth slightly more than this right now. Think think of them like throwing in like dimes or or quarters into the uh, into their bags because they don't have any money, any candy left. Probably like dimes. That's a good. That's a good uh, uh, comparison. Yeah. See, I wasn't trick or treating in the seventies, and I also wasn't trick or treating in poor neighborhoods. So uh, I'll take your I'll take your word for it. Oh yeah. Well, they're they, they poorer neighborhoods. Yeah. Uh, and I was trick or treating in the seventies, but mostly mostly it's the eighties. I'm thinking of. That's where the vast majority of my childhood memories come from. I was uh, uh, seven. I turned seven in 1980. So I, I and I firmly believe 
the the ages of seven to seventeen or eight to eighteen are the most formative of your childhood years. Uh, on the other hand, I think the age of twenty to thirty might be the most form- formative of your years overall. What do you think? Do you think you did the most changing between the age of ten and twenty, or between the age of twenty and thirty? I would as say as, as soon as, as like I, overall into the person that you are now. I would say as soon as I lost my virginity at the age of twelve, I became a man. And since then, I've been eating medium rare steaks and changing oil like a good upstanding human. Oh, so you said so? So you're saying the age of twelve was the end of your development? Uh, you you were fully formed as a man and done there. I was already starting to grow a beard. I was already getting some ass. Like it's, I was I was ready to take on the world. <laughs> at the age of 12 holy shit uh at the age of 12 uh transformers was still one of my favorite shows um D was my favorite thing in the world i think and i think i had uh um i've never seen a, a woman's breast in person at that point <laughs> and yeah uh, but think- now you're playing magic the gathering online uh-huh. And have only seen like four or five sets of tits. Like it's not that big a difference. I think you were pretty well formed too. Uh, no, 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 no. I actually went through my dating period in my early forties before my met my wife. I call it my midlife crisis. Uh, Warren, I was on dating sites quite a bit and, and dated quite a few women. Actually, I was surprised at how easy it was. You know, I, dating I on, sites are not for dating. Well, I, I went on three or four dates a week at the very at the very least, sometimes more. I, my record, I think, was like five dates in a week. Um, it was easy to get dates. I was amazed. I'm like, dude, you do see the pictures I posted, right? You know who you're going out with. Okay, cool. Yeah, because you know, uh, I, I I was I had a knack for posting a good uh, online profile, so that made people laugh. So they were always uh, I got contacted a lot, which is not which is unusual, I guess, because you know, one, I'm ugly, and two, it's normally the, the other way around. So. <laughs> so basically you paid for a lot of dinners and probably didn't get a whole lot out of it. No, 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 no. I learned my lesson very quickly. Uh, it was one or two dinners and lunches. Then mostly I'd ask them if they want to go, go to uh, get coffee. Uh, I'd still do lunches because lunches are cheap. I don't mind spending 10 bucks, 10 or 15 bucks on a stranger. That's not the end of the world, but I wouldn't take anybody out to like, uh, like a big fancy dinner or something like that on the first date. Most of them didn't want anything like that on the first date. Anyways, most of them, you know, uh, a lot of them, most of them preferred to pay for themselves for one thing. I offered to pay for many coffees and lunches and they're like, no, I got it. I'm like, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so um, yeah. Uh, and then uh, a lot of them were second dates at their houses and things like that or my house. So uh, I'm not an expensive dater, I guess. And most, most of them weren't looking for anything like that. Well, yeah. Dating sites are for like, Hey, I'm going to come over. You're going to make me a fucking steak. We're going to bang it out and then we'll decide if we can, you know, tolerate each other. <laughs> My attitude was not quite so Neanderthal, but I, I guess you're right when it comes down to it. That's what you're looking for on a dating site. Someone to have sex with and then, then hopefully have a relationship with. Uh, get out of the way. It's, it's, it's important. You got to see like, is the physical chemistry there? Because, I mean, worse comes to worse. You can end up marrying somebody that you just tune out as long as, you know, as long as the fucking's okay. 
<laughs> well, you know, um, I got lucky that my wife's uh, and me are fairly compatible on most levels. But no, I can see what you're saying. You know, if if the sex isn't good at the very start, it it, it rarely gets better over the years. You know, you rarely ten years down the line, you're like, "Ooh, this is fucking awesome! It's better now than it was ten years ago." It's normally, oh, I'm bored with this shit, but I guess we're gonna do this again. So you want it to be pretty good to start, because uh, God, I can't I can't remember uh, probably Daniel Tosh because it sounds like his type of joke. He talked about. Uh, 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 telling ladies uh, just remember this every time we have sex with you it's we want to have every time we want to have sex with you i can't remember the exact joke but something about every time you're having sex it's less wanting it than the time before and it when every time it'll be they'll want it less and less every single time that's just the way it worked <laughs> well how about you just but, biology but, well yeah yeah i guess so so you, you agree you normally got tired of a lot of your relationships sexually even if you weren't tired of them as a person actually i think i i got more fed up with the fact that like if you're dating or having sex or whatever you're going to call it generally with you know women that are i'd say 8.5 and up generally they're mildly retarded <laughs> so you can only deal with that so long before just wanting to you know slam your head through a window i don't know grad what do you think about it hey guys uh a happy Sunday, first off. How's everybody doing? Uh, we're excellent, sir. Thank you for calling in. How are you doing today? Fucking right, man. Nice weather today and uh, good. Just wanted to call in, see what you guys are up to, shoot the shit a little bit, get this Miss Bix to potentially call in. I'm not sure who she is. I guess uh, she an OG or what? I have no clue. Probably someone who just had the unfortunate luck to wander into our show. <laughs> This is this is the underground live. This is the uh, the uh, horrible people of the internet. Per, per oh god, I really can't speak today. But anyways, this is the underground live. Uh, you're in the chat box, Mrs. BX, and those are really horrible people. You don't want to associate with them in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I don't know about that. Like we're not that we're not <laughs> terrible people. We're just honest. Yeah, the other ground is the off-topic forum of a mixed martial arts forum called the Underground Live excuse me just the underground and this is the podcast that came from the off-topic forum called the other ground there now you're up to speed and welcome to our show <laughs> anyways grad how did, uh how's your day going uh did you do anything interesting or you just been having a lazy sunday mr grad did we lose you i'm assuming so because you lost me too oh well i hear you he's going back again yeah, yeah, he he has to call. You have the the co-host privileges, so you don't have to you don't have to get permission. You can just you just pop back on. Hey, generally, I no, I, I for some reason they kicked me out. Ah, just whatever, man, relaxing. Made the made the family a little bit barbecue. I don't know if I mentioned before my daughter, who's a nurse RN, she got uh, diagnosed with coronavirus about uh, close to a week and a half ago. She's doing fine to all mild conditions. So the whole family's been. Uh, basically self-isolate. I'm self-isolate until uh, I think May, but yeah. Besides that, just shooting the shit and doing the weather a little bit. Hey, was, uh, what was that there? Was that the uh, claw or what? <laughs> You're goddamn right. It's a claw. So that's a white claw <laughs> number four, huh? Yeah. No, the thing is, my daughter's all good. Like I said, mild symptoms and what have you, but uh, yeah, she's yeah, she's uh, she was. Uh, on the front line, she's got to go back, I think, within three days because they're pretty desperate in regards to 
you know, lack of healthcare workers being that say, oh, they're seeing over the next two weeks, it's going to be pretty bad, right? Yeah, I guess it's going to be rough to, to get sick from it and then have to go right back to the front lines and uh, get right back into it again. Well, they're doing some crazy things in some of the states here. So I know a couple states that are, uh, have gone through and like anyone that has like any sort of accreditation, like they're a registered nurse or whatever, you know, professional yeah. designations they need to keep up. They're like requiring them to come in or they'll lose their license. Wow. I mean, I wonder about the legality of that. Aish, wow. First time I've heard that. Really, is that uh, obviously that's state by state. It's not federal, right? But uh, wow, I, I didn't hear that myself. That's I, I did yeah, see something like a, on the OG about that. Like in Texas, someone posted about someone they know or their wife or something like that being told they have to come in or they lose their nursing license. Yeah, Holy I've heard shit, it in a couple man. places. I don't know the states offhand, but yeah, it's basically the letter saying, "Hey, if you want to keep your, you know, your license, like you have to, you have to report." Yeah, that's nutty. Like I said, I'm not sure about the legality of it. I guess I don't know. I mean, on one hand, you don't think the government would put out something like that if they couldn't get away with it, but on the other hand, the well, government does shit all the time that they probably shouldn't get away with. Yeah, yeah, but Jay, it's not it's not government, so it's kind of a self regulated body. Like for example, I'm an engineer, so I got my PNG. Like I'm a professor. Um, so nurses as well. What they do is they basically got to write a test after they graduate from a university. And once they write the test, they become uh, registered nurses, right? Mm -hmm. so, so like a nursing body sees and gives licenses for that. So again, it's not anything in regards to federal, state, or kind of more of a regulated body of a, of a profession. You know what I'm saying? Uh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah okay. Well, not to change the subject, uh, Tanner's asking me how deep I am on the edibles right now. I'm not very deep. I ate it at like 12 or 1 o'clock, so it's pretty much over now. I'm just right now, I'm just telling, feeling tired and just slightly queasy. Um, but uh, no, I'm, you know, other than that, I'm fine. Yeah, Grad, you're cutting in out a little bit, bro. Um, you don't am sound really? horrible. Okay. You don't sound horrible, but you've sounded better. Not to be judging. Okay. No, how, how do I sound now? Yeah, you sound fine. You, you just cut out a little bit in, in parts. I don't think there's anything you can do about it per se. But we hey, just no wanted worries. to give you shit about it because we're horrible people. And if we can make someone else feel bad, when, hey, that makes our day better. Yeah. <laughs> well, so let's brighten it up a little bit. Let's talk about something uh, uh, a little bit better than that. Uh, let's see. Here. Let's do a little in mini interview on you, sir. Uh, what's, your, what's, your, uh, what's a hobby of yours? Oh, geez. Hobby. Uh, so my son trained judo for a few years. That was kind of my hobby. Uh, but I fucked up my shoulder to my back. I'm a, I'm, I'm a tall guy. I'm about six foot four. Mm. And judo's not really a martial art for tall people. I did a more so kind of a bonding thing for my son. So hobby over the last few years is go to the gym with him two to three times a week. Um, just trying to stay physical. Because like I, I, I'm assuming my job is very similar to uh, Ryan's to the extent that's uh, uh, a job where I sit behind a desk. So outside of work, I try to do stuff to kind of keep myself obviously uh, preoccupied and uh, all that shit. Yeah. Right on, right on. And yeah, I, and I know uh, Ryan, for example, does the lifting weights and drinking white claws as his hobby. <laughs> for myself, it's I like to, to exercise and keep in shape as well. Um, damn, I want to keep you on because uh, I always like talking to you, but your connection's kind of shitty, so I'm having mixed Is feelings it really? about this. Yeah, you keep on cutting out just everywhere, and you're every once in a while, and you're a little echoey. 
So I'm not sure what the issue is. Um, are you doing the show from like a fallout shelter? Um, is the cell phone someplace it probably shouldn't be like other than your hand? Uh, no, brother. This is so I'm doing actually. I, I downloaded <laughs> the pod being on uh, my laptop, right? So maybe uh-huh. I'm not sure. What's the issue, but you guys are should I call back in or should I just? No, no, no. Great that, weekend. That's up is to you. that bad? Is it's that not. Bad no, it's yeah, not like cool. basically, yeah, basically, you're good for about three or four seconds, and then you'll cut out, and then you'll come back for three or four seconds, and then you'll cut out. It seems like the microphone just like just doesn't want to do its job right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have no clue why, and we blame you for it entirely, and you're ruining our show. And <laughs> fuck, fuck you very much, Jay. Okay, listen, what I'll do is I'll, I'll see if I can maybe redo something, and I'll call back if that's all right. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna you know move on different topics. Uh, call back if you want to, and if you and if we're on something, you have something uh, you want to add to, definitely call back. You're always welcome to call, dude. You're one of the good people. Yeah, I, I just want to shoot this shit. Okay, I'll try calling back later on. All right, boys. Cool. All right, man. Talk to you in a little bit. Thanks, Brad. Yep. Oh, great. Now I've got nothing to talk about at all. So that was probably a mistake. <laughs> you just you killed it. Just yeah, right into the wall. Yeah, yeah, I killed the show. Show's went. over. Good night, folks. You guys, we'll see you tomorrow. Uh, no, so we, got I, a, we still have another half an hour, folks. Uh, so we're going to try to think of things to talk about. You guys are always more than welcome to call in. Uh, if you do, we ask that you try to have headphones on. It cuts down on echoes and such. Uh, if you can't, you can't. That's fine. We'll take your call and see how it goes. Like, uh, you know, uh, like Grad One, our buddy there, we always appreciate his phone call. He's an awesome person. You call and be an awesome person. <laughs> Or and and but anyways, let's move on. If you guys have something you want us to talk about, you can always mention it on the chat box, and we'll address your questions and topics and all that good stuff. Otherwise, I'm reduced to telling stories about my dog, and nobody wants. Yeah, that. no, we're good. No, I, I think we're fine there. So uh, I know that Jay, I, I know that you're a big juggalo with the painted face and the <laughs> root beer and everything, and you really liked their version of professional wrestling. Do you keep up with like actual professional wrestling at all? Just a little tiny bit. I don't follow professional wrestling, but I have a lot of friends that are into professional wrestling. Some of them pretty hardcore. So just from their Facebook uh, feeds and Twitter feeds and things like that, I pick up a, a fair amount about current events. I assume you want to talk about uh, the WrestleMania ghost town. Yeah. So WrestleMania was last night and tonight. And actually, I just more wanted to talk about the this Boneyard match, apparently. Oh, didn't they have like, you know, like two really super duper old wrestlers uh, wrestle? I know they had like the Undertaker, who's got to be like seventy or some shit like that. Uh, I didn't catch who he was wrestling though. Yeah, so he was. Uh, who was he wrestling? He was wrestling AJ Styles. This guy's, I think, like forty three or something like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think Undertaker's like, I think mid to late fifties. Uh, but either way, so like this wasn't like a normal like wrestling match. I guess they did like a whole. Like it was almost stylized like a horror movie, I guess. Really? Like it was probably one of the stranger things I've seen, but it was oddly entertaining. So if you get the chance, you should watch that one match because it's unlike anything I've really seen. So I'm not a big professional wrestler guy. It's usually like once or twice a year when like the big things happen. Um, but yeah, that was that was something else. Huh. Well, yeah, I probably won't get the chance. <laughs> but what the I was fuck big, else are you doing? 
but I am a big, but I am a big fan of the Undertaker. He he was he started wrestling after the time that I stopped watching professional wrestling. I watched professional wrestling from when I was a kid up until probably my early high school years, probably freshman or sophomore year. That's when I kind of lost interest. So my professional wrestling people were like Hulk Hogan, uh, the Macho Man, Ultimate Warrior. Uh, but I knew who the Undertaker was. I was actually kind of a fan of him because at one point when he was doing, he's he's had about a bazillion different looks over the years. Uh, but at one point he was doing like the biker, you know, with like the do rag and the uh, the cut off denim jacket, riding in on a motorcycle and shit. And I like that one quite a bit because he looked like my dad. Uh, him and my dad are almost exactly the same height. Almost at their at my dad's. Uh, peak they were almost exactly the same weight and, and yeah my dad was actually a, a uh, biker in a motorcycle gang at one point so when i saw when i saw that dude up there i was like holy fuck deja vu dude that looks like my fucking dad basically not at all but just like size and look you know so basically you completely lost the genetic lottery yeah kind of yeah <laughs> i take after my mom quite a bit i believe uh, my, my brother takes after, despite the fact being that he's shorter than me, my dad, my brother takes after uh, my dad quite a bit more, I think. I don't know. I'm not sure if you take after your, your dad or your mom. I think you probably take a little bit more after the birth control. Oh, that's just mean. I thought we agreed. We weren't being mean to me anymore. What do you think, Toilet Slogger? Was that mean? This is Randy Macho Man Savage's cousin, Rudy Savage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Snap into it. That beefy, juicy taste. Dig it. Oh, get over here. Rises to the top. Yeah. Oh, you're mine. Mine for three minutes of playtime. Dig it. (laughs) I can't do it too long. It makes my voice hurt. (laughs) (coughs) Oh, my. This just took a horrible turn oh. in the slabs of Get over here. phallic you... meat. <laughs> I always thought I could do a decent Macho Man, but who knows? Maybe not. Yeah, I think anyone can as long as they're willing to sacrifice their throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think you're right. That's what one of the things I always wanted to do that I was never good at. I always thought people who could do impersonations were cool. It's uh, you know, it's just a, a talent I'd love to have that. Like uh, there's a gentleman named Ralph Garman. He doesn't even have a ton of good impersonations, but since he's a funny guy and has like five or six good ones and probably about 20 of them that aren't good, but he makes them funny. So they're good. And yeah, you know, I'm a big fan of his. He does uh he does LA radio. Although I think he got fired at one point and like a podcast of Kevin and Kevin Smith. And uh, it was always entertaining him to, to listen to him do his uh, various voices. Um, not much of a career in doing just that, though. I think what it, there's only like four people in the entire world that's ever had a career doing just impersonations. <laughs> it's what Frank Caliendo, and that's it. Oh well, Frank Caliendo. There's a the really famous guy. Uh, fuck, what was his name? Uh, he like he did a really good Howard Cosell. Um, this is Howard Cosell. Um, fuck, the old school guy. We're we're talking from like the 70s and 80s. Uh, he was he was really really big at it. Um. No, not Billy Crystal. Someone said Billy Crystal. Uh, but no, I can't remember. But yeah, but there, yeah, yeah, there he is. Rich Little. Thank you, number 24. That guy was like probably the master. Uh, Frank Kelly on there's well, really he good. had to, so he had to, he had to do something as far as humor goes because anyone who standardized test reads, reads Little Rich, you know, he's getting beat up as a kid. 
<laughs> yeah, he had developed some sort of talent. Otherwise, he was going to be fucked. <laughs> yeah, little Dick got beat up in the in the lunch line quite a bit. Yeah, why would you do that to your son? Let's call him Little Dick. Well, no, 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 no. Let's hide it a little bit. We'll call him Rich. <laughs> like, why yeah, don't so, people but, think of that? Like, who would actually name their kid something that's for sure going to get him beat up? And I see why. Hold on a second. I need to get a drink of water. I'm parched. I feel like I've been wandering the desert for ages and ages. You are so goddamn unprofessional. Mm. But I'm hydrated. <laughs> uh, but no, I fuck I, would I, drink during a podcast. Oh. <laughs> but no, uh, from working the, as a telemarketer for many years, I saw all kinds of odd names, and sometimes you you do wonder uh, what led to the choices. Uh, that brought about those names. You know, some of them were just weird. Some of them were unusual. I think my most favorite one was a, a gentleman whose name was Astro Flash Jones. Like they named their kids Astro Flash. I'm like, dude, that's fucking awesome. You assume he's probably got to be like a space pilot. I, I I hope he works for NASA. <laughs> no, he's he's a superhero. He's a superhero. Yeah, Astro Flash. Woohoo! Yeah. Uh, let's see. I've seen Green Moss or different variations at a couple times. Um. I saw someone whose name was Ninja Battle. Uh, it, it was spelled a little weird, but that's but on the caller ID. But it said Ninja Battle. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Uh, what's your name, Ninja? What's your last name, Battle? Wow. Um, but uh, yeah, that one was just a nerd that spent the fifty bucks at the local. <coughs> you okay there? You dying? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I should have muted that. I apologize, guys. I'm unprofessional today. No, but I do know what you're talking about with the change in the caller ID. Um, and it, that, this one was spelt wrong, so I, that's why I think it was correct. But I've seen someone call their, uh, change their caller for the caller ID. I know it to be true because one day while I was answering the phone, I got a call from a young man uh, looking to be a caddy. Uh, this man's name was a uh, real nigga. <laughs> he, put, he had changed his caller ID to say spell R-E-A-L space N-I-G-G-A. I'm like, oh, yeah, let me transfer right over, dude. <laughs> A little tip. Well, so, so much looking- for my fucking white claw sponsorship. You over here dropping n bombs at goddamn podcast like a fucking <laughs> heathen. Christ. <laughs> you know, here's a little tip for you. If you're looking for uh, work, you might want to call from a different line than the one that is listed as uh, that one. <laughs> yeah, I think I the most I interesting one I've seen. No, you absolutely cannot. I think the the probably the oddest one I've seen is. We were looking through some of the policies we had on file. Um, this is probably like a decade ago when I was just kind of getting an insurance. And we wrote an insurance policy for an Asian man named Lee Ki Dong. Oh, that's just unfortunate, isn't it? That's fucking mean. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, I was looking at the chat box to complain about how boring our show is. You knew what you were getting into when you started listening to the show. We are boring. We occasionally have an interesting uh, guest on, but we ourselves are like, you know, bland white paint. We're, we don't, we're not offensive. We're not interesting. We're just kind of there. You know, just we're, we're, we are the, the co-host that you don't have to repaint with in six months when someone else moves in. So where's the guy that was supposed to call in about, you know, your, your fun of the day? My fun. Oh, uh, hold on a second. Let me uh, consider that while I drink some more water. Man, I, I have. But yeah, I was fully expecting this Mac Neiman or the other burner account guy to call in. 
Right, right. And, you know, confront you before, you know, getting uh, getting the OG to pay for a lawyer to look into your situation. <laughs> okay, and this is why I did the show today. Thank you for bringing this up. I wasn't feeling well, and I was kind of pretty depressed, and kind of annoyed with people being mean to me, and I wasn't going to do the show today. But then someone pointed out to uh, a thread on the OG uh, concerning when I posted, where, where I talked about unemployment and uh, all that good stuff. And as we mentioned before, I don't work in the winter because I work at a country club and yada, yada, yada. And this gentleman had decided that he wanted to make a new screen name first off because he didn't ha- dare do this with his actual screen name and try to convince the OG to start a GoFundMe to hire a lawyer to investigate me to, cause he was convinced that I was committing uh, unemployment fraud and he was going to get to the bottom of this and holy fuck. I thought I'd seen everything on the OG, <laughs> but all I can say is bring it the fuck on dude. Really? I mean, I am completely on the up and up. I do everything legally. I am 100% sure that I'm doing nothing wrong as far as the government or my, or my work is concerned. You go right ahead and spend a whole bunch of money on a lawyer, dude. I will fucking enjoy this shit. (laughs) I mean, I can't believe how fucking dumb some people are. I mean, it's just amazes me, but he's a troll. They, They have no intention of doing any of that shit. Really? Uh, but I, I, I really wish they would. It'd be really funny to see somebody uh, spend a couple of grand to have a lawyer tell them they're an idiot. Well, no, he didn't want to spend any of his money. He wanted the OG to fund this on a GoFundMe. Well, the only people that would actually uh, participate in the GoFundMe are the assholes that don't like me anyway. So more power to him, dude. Go ahead and start that GoFundMe. I might start it for him. That would be really fucking funny. I'll start it, but I'm stealing the money for my White Claw fund. <laughs> <laughs> just put a little disclaimer that this might be used for white claw instead. And then you're all good. I'm, exactly. I'll put it in there. This is either going to go to a lawyer to look into a retarded internet thread, or it will go to purchase alcohol. <laughs> I, I don't know why it is. You know, it's, there's just certain people that are unhappy with me in general. And, uh, the fact that I don't work part of the year and get paid unemployment for it is really a point of contention for him. As if there aren't millions and millions of people that are, are not in similar similar situations to me every day. Uh, there's lots of people that only work a part of the year because their work's not available for the other part of the year. Um, unemployment's not just for people that randomly get fired and have to find another job. Part of the reason it's set up is for people to have seasonal work. There's That's why it's set up that way. Um, and uh, just focus on me because that's how I work seems totally unfair. Uh, as I've mentioned before, I put the same amount of hours in as... Uh, anybody else the average person works 2040 hours i think it is what they and that's about what i work a year i just do it by working a lot more hours in the summer than most people i mean you know i don't know what i don't know what they want for me but even if i didn't but still who would care it's none of their business jesus christ right <laughs> to be honest though i i had never heard of this before your threats like the huh. closest thing i could compare it to like was always kind of the the whole like teacher comparison, but they don't get unemployment. Right. Oh, look, we got a new person. Well, hello there, Hindosa. Welcome to the other ground live. This is a podcast about a forum, not even a podcast about the actual forum, a podcast about the off topic part of a forum. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. She wants to talk about COVID. What about you, Ryan? You want to talk about COVID? We got to talk about something, right? I mean, we can. So news that came out yesterday, Dr. Drew apologized for downplaying COVID-19. 
Oh, did he at one point? I try not to pay any attention to what that guy says. No, he literally, yeah, he like completely down downplayed it. And there was a rather large thread on the OG saying, you know, hey, we're with Dr. Drew. He's a fucking doctor. And he's saying it's not that bad. <laughs> what is he a doctor of? Was he like a foot doctor or something like podiatrist? I don't know. <laughs> he could very well be a real doctor. But like the only reason that people know about him is he hosted a fucking radio show where fucking burnouts called in because their dick doesn't work like i'm not gonna trust this guy about you know a highly infectious disease yeah other exactly. than maybe herpes yeah exactly who was who was he on the show with god what was that guy's name um dr drew he's a stand-up comedian good didn't he no. actually start with adam carolla that's who i'm thinking of yeah yeah i'm like yeah i'm not gonna take the guy who who uh Got his career boost from Adam Carolla seriously about anything in the COVID thing. Uh, and that's just dumb on his part anyways. Even if you think that it's not a big deal, uh, just don't say anything. I realize you're a celebrity doctor and people are probably asking your opinion, but unless you're 100% certain about that shit, maybe keep that to yourself, man. Especially on something that serious. Fucking, you know, now, now he looks like an idiot, although it wouldn't be the first time. Well, he um, is a media whore, so like yeah, he's yeah. basically like a... So I... He's like a Dr. Phil, only at least he has, you know, a little bit better of background. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess he probably does have some credentials. Oh, let's see. Looking in the chat box. Let's roll it up a little bit. Do, 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 do. People are asking questions. Oh, let's see. Mike56 wants us uh, to talk about if we think Trump uh, downplayed it or not. What do you think? Absolutely, he did. Yeah, like it, it, I mean, it's out there, right? Like you can literally go back and look at the statements. Like he downplayed it until he couldn't downplay it anymore, and then he put on the serious and somber tone while still going way off base in like all of these briefings. Like, I'm sorry, this is not the guy you want in charge when there is a pandemic, right? Like the thing that the thing that Trump no, is I, great no, at. Okay, now he's absolutely okay. Go ahead. No, I was just, I was just gonna say go on this, go on this a little bit. But remember, we're not a political show. We're not. That's not what our main focus is. We got, you know, since they we got asked a specific question. Yes, I do want you to pontificate on this, but I don't want to take the show in that direction in, in general. So oh, go ahead. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk as I talk. No, that's fine. So, go like, ahead, sir. here's the thing: the thing that Trump is great at is creating a narrative and getting people to follow a narrative. The trouble is when there's something out there that is a physical disease that's killing people, you can't win that by just being the loudest voice in the room. That just doesn't work. And that's what he's great at. So the problem is we have a guy in charge that doesn't know how to tackle this particular issue in an effective way. Okay, that's fair. That's fair enough. Oh, look, Gratbun's calling back. Let's see if his connections improved any. All right, boss, you're back. How you doing? Good, good. Can you guys hear me better or what? Uh, so far, you haven't so good. cut out yet. Yeah. All right. Listen, Ryan, the reason I called is because I'm going to call you. A, I'm a Canadian, right? And I believe Trump is approaching this with, again, everything changes on a daily basis, right? But I think overall he's approaching this um, as, what, as, best as, he, as best as he can in regards to the people he has under him, this and that. And dude, man, again, nobody expected this to be where it's at. So I, I'm assuming you're not a Trump per se, are you? Or no? And by saying no. that no one predicted or knew where this was going to be is 
completely wrong. Like the people that are the experts in this field, if right. you followed like the statements that they've put out since January and even like early in the process, everyone was projecting that this was going to be a pretty big deal and we need to be very wary of it to start out with. And then you have Who's Trump again. Though, right? The infectious disease community. Okay. W-H-O. Like all of the people. So the WHO, the experts that we have here in the States, like everyone predicted and modeled this thing to take a trajectory that it basically took unless you take basically like the South Korea approach. Okay. You know what the South Korea approach was though, right? Absolutely. Okay. So, yeah. So basically people there had no choice but to be tested and that would not fly in, in the States. I know that for a fact. Even in Canada, we're more socialist here, social democratic. But again, at the same time, I think Trump is doing an excellent job compared to our leader, Trudeau, to be honest with you, and with other leaders as well. Again, dude, man, nobody fucking expected this to blow up the way it did. Granted, yes, he tried to downplay it, but at the same time, I think he tried to downplay it for the simple fact that he was trying to not cause chaos or pandemonia in a gen, you know, just within a general population, morons over the last what uh, three, four weeks ago were, were out buying toilet paper and all that bullshit, right? So again, I don't know. I, I just, I, I think he's handling handling the situation where it's at very well, and probably one of the best in regards to all leaders in the world. Um, again, it's a fluid situation, changes every day, this and that, but. If, that uh, he does listen to that, uh, you know, are telling him what to do, what not to do. Yes, he goes off on tangent, but I think he's, I, I, I give myself A minus, B plus, to be honest with you. Wow, that's yeah, surprising and- to hear a support for Trump outside of America, really. I thought universally outside of the United States, he was not very well thought of. Dude, I love the guy. You guys know who Trudeau is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't follow much product, uh, politics, but I know who the world yeah. leaders are and such. So as, as a Canadian, hands down, I'd have Trump over Trump any day of the week. Again, Trump is eccentric, this and that, but at the same time, what he's done, um, again, the positives for me are far better than the negatives in regards to his leadership. So I don't know. You see, and that's the thing. I'll admit the things that he is good at. This is not what he is good at. Yeah, but Trump right. and science don't go together at all, and right. it hasn't gone well here. And we're running right. this into this right now. Like, we just had Kentucky have have the federal government outbid them on medical supplies. Like, yeah. this entire situation of him pushing things to states, and then but- also backtracking on a federal stockpile of medical equipment. Like, it's disjointed. And for a pandemic, again, like his style of leadership doesn't work. Uh, you know, I think, can, can I just, can I counter that if you don't mind? Absolutely. All right. So again, states have like an emergency fund in regards to certain requirements of uh, emerg- uh, medical equipment. This is not, they have their own stockpile, let's say, right? Uh, whereas worst case scenario, you got to rely on the federal government to supplement what the state, respective state has, right? At the same time, he's dealing with 50 states. You got to understand, so America's population is 340 million, right? 
if you look at that as a comparative analysis to, let's say, the EU, 5% of the EU. The numbers, I remember, were this in a thread. Yes, you guys have a lot more numbers, but take into account country, but on a percentage basis versus overall cases. So, again, at the same, so I guess what I'm getting at is yes, it's a fluid situation, but statewide, states have their own um, go to. Uh, Funds go to uh, that are budgeted for things like this, right? And then once that is depleted or short to be depleted, they got to rely on the federal government. I think this is politically based, to be honest with you. Hey, I got no no skin in the game at all in regards to this and that. But I think Trump is handling handling it a lot better than a lot of other countries. Specifically, Canada. So okay, cool. Uh, Ryan, you got a rebuttal uh, for that before we let uh, Greg go? His uh, mic's fucking up again. Is it really? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we, well, we can hear you good. It's just there's a little. Uh, you know what? Never mind. You know, you, they said they can hear you good enough. I certainly don't want to interrupt a conversation. Uh, forget what I said. You guys carry on. All right. Yeah, and, and again, I'm 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 not necessarily going to go like in circles here. Like we will fundamentally disagree, um, but I can definitely say just reading headlines and the way that you want to see things from outside of the U S will give you kind of a skewed view. Uh, same type of thing that like, if I was trying to speak on Trudeau, like I'm not going to have the close connection to what's actually happening. Um, like I have very good friends like in the front line in New York and this response has been terrible. Um, you also look at just some of the things that have just been completely dishonest like we're we're still not testing in airports. I've had people that have flown into the country still aren't being they're not even having their temperature taking in some of the large airports. Um, then you have the whole thing that rolled out what was a couple days ago where dumbass Kushner is out there talking about how the federal stockpile is not for the states to use when it was on the actual government like website saying that's exactly what it was for. And newsflash, about a day later, all of that verbiage somehow changed. Like, it's just, it's dishonest and it's not run well. And if you're just looking at certain headlines, it's going to give you kind of a false sense of what's really happening between the federal government and states right now. But it's not a good thing. I understand that. Again, I apologize, PJ, if I can counter that. So, what's the Yeah, Bellasio, for example, what did he say in February? People should go out, this and that, right? He's the mayor of New York, okay? So, again, the information uh, at that time was not known because nobody knew what, what we're dealing with, right? Number two, Cuomo. Cuomo, whatever the fuck his name is, as well. He's using media to kind of blame the federal government, whereas it's been documented that what he needed versus what is actually going on, he's overinflating for political reasons. Listen, Ryan, you're a great guy to snap um, in regards to, again, I, granted, yes, I'm, I'm an outsider looking in, but I do, I do do a lot of research, and uh, I think overall Trump is handling it very well. So I don't know. Which is fine. We can disagree on that one. 
Excellent. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't we shift the focus just a little bit? Uh, people are still apparently want to hear about Corona. I saw someone ask uh, if we're still going out. Ryan, are you still leaving your house at to do anything? Or are you having stuff uh, delivered to you? Uh, how How's that working for you? Other than like taking the dogs for a walk, things like that, I'm pretty much inside. Uh, I've just had everything delivered as far as like groceries wise. Again, I was pretty well set up and stockpiled anyway. Uh, so I really haven't had to re-up on much. So it depends on how much longer this thing goes. But again, I'm in a pretty pretty nice suburban area where mm-hmm. it's not really crazy. Like this this town is, God, it's, I'd have to take a look. I think we're right around like 10,000 people. Uh, right out, right out. So it's not, you, like, it's not like I'm in Detroit or something. <laughs> how about you, Grad? Uh, you going out any? Uh, are you still having everything delivered? <clears throat> Aside from the Canadian, I think it was over here. We have the the beer store and the liquor store. Aside from that, I'm fucking around. Um, yeah, just uh, just as needed. We got to buy groceries for the family. This, yeah, just as needed. Again, I think next two weeks are going to be pretty bad number wise. I think things are going to plateau within weeks, and hopefully things uh, die down both for us in Canada and for you guys in the states. Right, right. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I haven't left the house in quite a while, except for like uh, going for bike rides, taking the car for a cruise just for pleasure. Uh, we've been having stuff delivered as well. Uh, my, I would be willing to risk it and go to the store to get the stuff that we need, but my wife is not hearing anything about it. She's like, "You're at risk." I'm like, "Well, you know, whatever." So, I, but just to make her happy, we've gotten everything delivered. We haven't left the house for anything except for exercise. Uh, and it's getting really boring, but what the hell, you know, it's what you're supposed to do. And, uh, you know, it's not like it's the end of the world. Hey, can uh, I make a, can uh, I make a quick, a quick request? If you guys don't mind. Sure. Go ahead. Hey, tenor. I see a posting buddy. Can you uh, call in or what, man? He's a New Yorker. Oh yeah. Yeah. You, I, didn't we, we were talking about that the other day. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's more upstate though. So he's away oh, okay. from like the apocalypse. Like, yeah. if you want to think about New York, right? Like, there's upstate, which is nice. And then there's New York City that's a shithole, but is like a majority of the state. Huh. I think as you, 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 Ryan, so you're from uh, what, New England type thing? Like, what area, uh, that area are you from? I'm in Connecticut. So, so I'm right in between Mass and New York. Nice, nice. Wow. Yeah. People actually live in Connecticut. Nice I thought what? it was like a movie set. Yeah. That's. It's where everything. It's where all the movies are set. Is Connecticut. Whenever you got that uh, nice upper upper middle class family, that's where they're always from. I didn't know there was actually people living there. There's a lot of really rich people like down in part of the state, and then there's also a shithole. Like Aaron Hernandez was from here, and he killed a bunch of people. Oh well, you know, <laughs> there's a there's bad areas of every state. Let's be realistic. Um, as far as I know, I haven't been to all of them. Some of them might not have enough people in them to have a bad spot, really. Yeah, most like, of the bad spots here are the spots that are connected by train to New York City. Right. Like, is there a bad spot of Montana, for example? Like, oh, like, I'm sure there the- is. There's probably some, like, fucked up, like, cannibal, you know, <laughs> incesty, you know, that's families in Montana. When I say a bad spot, that's not what I mean. You know, like uh, we all know, like that Flint's not a great city. Is there like a Flint in Montana, or is there just like not enough people to support that kind of shit? Well, there's only like four towns in Montana, so I'm that's sure one is the shithole. Oh, <laughs> one always has to be the shithole, huh? Yeah, that's how it is. That's how that's how it is in my area. It's a very affluent uh, uh, 
um, county that I live in, but it has one really shitty city right in the middle of it, Pontiac, which like brings down the average for the entire county. <laughs> so PJ, you're you, you're saying you're from the Pontiac? This is that where you live by Pontiac, Michigan, or or yeah, yeah, quite quite a bit. I live uh, in between Pontiac and Detroit, but probably closer to Pontiac uh, in the in the Detroit suburbs. Uh, I grew oh. up uh, hanging out in that area. Uh, Pontiac's uh, not a great city. Uh, it, has, it doesn't have it has parts that's not bad, but it's uh, one of those cities in Michigan that uh, had its heart ripped out by the auto company moving out and never really recovered. Yeah, thing is, I used to work at so G, uh, GM it has uh, their uh, world engineering, uh, world engineering tra- powertrain um, building uh, right off of Martin Luther King M fifty nine. Martin Luther King I used to uh, work there. Oh shit! Yeah, long story short, I think the Martin Luther King rode off M fifty nine, and just did some areas. You, I know for a fact, I would not want to be. In where my car broke down, let's say at nighttime in that race. So, yeah. Oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, I've almost gotten into a fight at the White Castle. You passed all the time. <laughs> Fuck off! No yeah, way. No, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, right yeah. by. Uh, there's a CVS pharmacy, I think, around there or close to that. I know exactly what you're talking about. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, well, Mark Luther King. Yeah, that's uh, Chris Rock makes a joke about that, and it's entirely accurate as far as I can tell. He says, "I don't care what city you live in, if you're on Martin Luther King Boulevard, you're in the shit." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's and there's a Martin Luther King Boulevard in Pontiac, Detroit, and Flint, and all three of them are fucked up. So I guess he's right. So any fucks going to call in or what? Let's fucking yeah. end the show in a positive, laughable level. No? Yeah. Yeah. No? Okay. We can we can edit end it shitty like this, too. That's all right. We're, we are creeping up on the end. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, well, before we go, I want to remind you guys that we are going to have uh, Serena, the Southpaw outlaw, on Wednesday at 6. Uh, she's a professional MMA, MMA fighter for Invicta, the first female professional MMA fighter with autism, and an all-around awesome person. So she'll be stopping in on 6. So, yeah, so if you have any questions you want to ask her, get them ready. Um, we're going to be back on tomorrow at 6 o'clock. I have no clue why we do this show every fucking day. I don't really have anything to talk about, but here we go. Here we are anyways. Um, Grad, do you have anything you want to tell us before you go? No. I, again, Ryan, with you, I respect your uh, political leanings or whatever, but yeah, man, fucking guy, this, that. I'm, I'm, I, I, I somewhat lead conservative, lean conservative, whereas you, I'm assuming more liberal or what have you, but yeah, man. Hey, it's fucking good to shoot the shit like this and just you know whatever man fuck uh, right on right on right on yeah no so, kidding on, man. On, a yeah, civil, on, a, on a civilized level be being able to have some uh civil discourse so yeah, yeah I appreciate i'll, I'll debate anyone yeah i'll debate anyone anytime about roughly anything and i will only call you a fucktard if you cross the line into being a fucktard uh but exactly. to go to your point i would say on some social things, I am more liberal, but as far as like what I've actually supported over the years. So in presidential elections, I voted for Bush, so Republican, Obama yeah. twice, which was Democrat. And then I had to go third party because both Trump and Clinton were pieces of shit. Right. Anyways, listen, brother, God bless you. I, I like the little debate we had and you guys have a good night. I'll try to call him back tomorrow. Excellent. Looking forward to it, Grad. You have a great night. All right. Ciao. All right. Ryan, before we get out of here, maybe you might want to drop that phone number in case someone had something they wanted to tell me. Now you're going to have to give me a minute because I don't remember this with fucking number. 
Okay, sir, you do it. Yeah. So other than tab, we've only had one voicemail coming in. It was like eight seconds long. So it's a waste of fucking time. Like you goddamn knuckle draggers. You might want to like write this out and read it because you're not very good at just coming up, you know, with things off the top of your head. So if you want to talk shit to Jay or you want to talk shit to me, feel free. Uh, give us a call at 860-801-7739. What's that number again? Fuck you. I don't read things twice. <laughs> so if you want to leave, so if you want to talk to us, but you don't want to be live, which I can understand that everybody sounds fabulous. Like I do. Um, you can leave us a voicemail and tell us what you think. Uh, and speaking of what you think, uh, I think it's done. I think we're done. Are you done, Ryan? I think you've been done for about 37 minutes. You got that right. All right. Well, once again, this is the OG live. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow night at six o'clock. Say goodbye, Ryan. <laughs> you guys have a good night. Screw you, hippie!